0: If anything. Front if right.
1: How about now? It looks like it's starting to do something. Maybe now? Nope.
2: Checking, checking Ah, oh, uh, Maybe?
1: Yep, there we go. All
2: right, I think we're good.
1: Jesus Mary fucking Joseph.
2: All right, everyone, we're we've been here for what? over a minute. It's just the uh the audio the, uh, system wasn't hearing us.
1: Yeah, the audio is Jalen was playing with the computer before, so Lord knows what happened.
2: Yeah, that's that's my fault. That's it. It is. <laughs>
1: It certainly can't be mine.
2: Couldn't possibly be.
1: Couldn't possibly be. Uh, Mine, woman?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, I would say,
1: Yes, (laughs) thank you, (laughs) finally.
2: Oh, man, but we're hoping all of you are doing well at this point. Yeah,
1: amen to that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just finishing my lollipop.
2: You are. It's true. And um, that's what he's chewing on right now.
1: Mm-hmm. And last night's episode was a blast.
2: That was. That was a lot of fun. Having William O'Connor call in and, and his then family. Abigail, yeah, his daughter Abigail was on the line with us too. Mm-hmm. And of course Lizzie White joining in and uh, Yancy Night Clancy and Elgato in disguise, yeah.
1: The usual suspects. It's true. Um, oh, I wanted to say to, um, um, William O'Connor that he should watch the movie. She's the one with Jennifer Aniston.
2: Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: Um, and that was from back in, I think 91. Let me look at it. Yeah, up.
2: It was definitely in the nineties. Right,
1: She's the one. 96. Well, let me see. Yeah. Um, with Edward Burns, uh, John Mahoney, uh, Cameron Diaz, Maxine Baines. And of course, Jennifer Aniston. Um, I don't want to give too much away. However, I think he'll get a kick out of it just because, uh, what he was saying. Hey, Lizzie White.
2: Thanks for joining us with Lizzie White. Always good to see you. He's getting your theme song right now. I was just
1: telling (laughs) Joel how, um, it was such a blast uh, last night's episode. Um, yes. <laughs> 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 there
2: your again. head. I her how much I
1: Cause
0: it's to the Yes, 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 yes. It, it just, yes. just
1: looks back, but uh, it was such a trip last night because um, we had the O'Connor family in. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I, I was just saying how, well, he, how he had said that um, his brother married the girl that he was dating.
2: Yeah. His ex-girlfriend.
1: Right. So I suggest that he watch that film, uh, She's the One. Yeah. With Jenner, Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Ed Burns,
2: Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, Maxine Bonds.
1: Right. Back from nineteen Mike McGlone, nineteen
2: ninety six. Nineteen ninety
1: six. Because <laughs> it's a it's a great movie. But it's pretty much that scenario that he freaking pointed out.
2: It's something, it's true. He I would didn't get think a
1: blast that. out of that movie. Like he would really, it's really true. be like, Timmy, he's on it. He is on it. Oh, yeah. And plus I did get his theme song. So if he calls in or he stops by, I'll.
2: Oh, go. I'm curious what his theme song is.
1: Huh? going to have to wait. Everybody's going to have to wait.
2: Everybody has to wait.
1: Everybody has to wait.
2: Including me. Everybody. Oh, well, that's You're, all
1: right. No, I, I play no favorites, honey. You know that.
2: I know. And Lizzie White says I'm curious with the laughing Hey,
1: Everybody's <laughs> curious. But see, it's, I can't play favorites. I can't, you know, just run, I can't run um, Footloose and Fancy Free with this.
2: Well, this wow.
1: is very important, you know, information. It has to be released.
2: You know, the only thing is I'm thinking people like our show because of the Footloose and Fancy Free feeling of it. And look it says, flap in a circle three times and say Canada Goose to summon him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> No. Or we have to say specifically Canadian goose to up, summon him, don't we? So that way he can come in and correct us and tell us that they're not Canadian geese.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and I, I bet you, but thats I, funny. you know, I bet you he has an opinion about those guys from Duck Dynasty too.
2: Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure he does. Either way, Lizzie White thinks this is funny. <laughs> um, so do I.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm sure he does. He may. People kind of either love him or hate him, but. If he calls it, I'm going to ask him, or I'll make something up about him and
2: I'll, oh. I'll figure out what they. But too funny, I'm loving that though. Flap in a circle three times and say Canada Goose to summon him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
1: I'm writing these notes. I had the note for William. Um, sure.
2: Oh, Lizzie White says, one sec. All right, and we'll be William.
1: William O'Connor. But yeah, I had the note to, to tell him about. It. She's the one, and I don't know where I put it, so I'll write another one.
2: All right. Because
1: I know I'm going to forget again. Um, you said ninety six, right? Ninety
2: six. That's when it came out. Right. Did you see it when it actually came out, or did you see it after no,
1: the fact? No, I saw it way after the fact. Okay,
2: that's the same year. I didn't see it until more than twenty years after it came yeah, out. Yeah, and actually, you told it was me about ba- it like ten years ago. He actually
1: did um, Ed Burns. It yeah. was. It was like his. Um, thesis film which is
2: very cool but
1: that wasn't his thesis film he um it was actually um he actually did a a full version of that movie um with different actors and everything um and once everybody saw how good of a film it was yeah he actually got some money behind it
2: which is cool and that's
1: when he kind of swore off hollywood too huh Cause he's just like the motherfuckers they have that hollywood accounting that i'm not down with because right. he even made like less money He are so pissed
2: oh that sucks
1: yeah but i mean uh, he's a
2: talented filmmaker
1: yeah, just a talented dude
2: yeah i agree
1: and um but yeah, he, he kind of got screwed every which way from sunday but
2: that sucks
1: yeah it does very talented guy
2: yeah well i mean it's uh it's always said this because we know tim and i know because we're within the industry it's uh the directors and the filmmakers are the last ones to make the money. Everybody else well, makes money first.
1: Exact. Well, the executive producers, but then again, they take all the risk. Yeah. But again, if you do it right, you have an insurance for it. It's true. So you're kind of covered, but the more, um, the more of say like star power you have or whatever, yeah, the, the less your rates will be for insurance, because you just can't have a you can't have like Rocky, because Rocky like, it was a bunch of nobodies. Like Talia Shire was the only like, name but she was like, even half a name at okay. that point. All right. Um, star in it, or star power. So that wasn't even a winning film that the high, you know, the studio didn't see that as a winning film. And
2: now it's, but, an, it's but, icon.
1: But yet people were lined up around the fucking block. Yeah, literally around the block.
2: I have classmates, one of my classmates especially wears a Rocky t shirt. Yeah. And he's really super talented.
1: And it's um, just
2: like, oh, this is one of my favorite movies.
1: Yeah. It's at a 24 hour Rocky channel.
2: There you go. Yeah. But the. um, but yeah, it's my friend Jesus. Um, I love this show. Love this movie.
1: But they're saying that one interview I saw, that movie shouldn't have been made. Because the whole, first of all, Stallone wrote it in pencil. Yeah you don't do that, just but, what? and then he,
2: what is this? Yeah. He
1: was in this movie, the Lords of Flatbush where there was like five main characters and the one guy was like Perry King and he had morphed his role into like a TV show okay. that had just started out. So huh. when the one exec said to the other exec, Hey, you know, this movie, you know, screenplay Rocky, he looks you know, pretty decent. The guy, you know, he's like, oh, what would the guy do? He's like, well, he was in this Lords of Flatbush movie. So he sat and watched *Lords of Flatbush*.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Thinking it was Perry King.
2: Huh. He
1: goes, oh, yeah, why not? We give him, you know, X amount, and it really wasn't much." So Stallone worked. just went with it, and you know he did per this for Per chance, and he didn't have money for alive, a director, didn't yeah. have money for this, so he just did everything.
2: And what they had and, two money? They had two hundred dollars, I think, for the music for it, so they well, hired a no. choir for $200 to do the, uh, the song that's yeah,
1: but whatever, no, I remember the, uh, the, um, that music gonna fly now. That song they had, they couldn't get their fucking song, right? They just couldn't get the song. They weren't feeling it, but they had one more day left in the studio. That was it. Yeah. The money was gone. Yeah, no more money. They were tapped out. The whole fucking yeah. film was done. They had no one much. more day.
2: Yeah,
1: and they were all like half-assing it. They came in, and one guy just sat there, and started with that da 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 on his like flute or whatever the hell it was. And the next guy started in, and then the whole everybody else just came in, and they got just there. It was fuck it. It was and the movie. But there were so many other things in that movie,
2: yeah,
1: that had those instances yeah. to where like that movie should, never should have been made.
2: But the stars aligned, they
1: it, as they frequently do. You know what? Those are the best stories,
2: yeah. That is very you cool, know?
1: yeah. Just amazing how she works out, yeah, yeah. The whole, uh, <laughs> even I think, um, uh, because there is a book or there is that. I, know, I'm, I was trying to find that video of it because it was on TV What I'm telling you right now is on TV and I just can't find it again.
2: Yeah.
1: A documentary. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think it was like a 25 year, um, kind of salute to it or whatever. Oh, Okay. Maybe. And, um, <laughs> well, the one executive said, that's the, that was the fucking guy. Like he thought it was pretty like after huh. it was making all this money. I didn't think it was, tech. you know, you, yeah. you admitted it like, Hey, I didn't know it was him. I thought it was the other guy. But it I worked. never, he goes, I never would have gave you that money. If I'd have thought it was that guy. Yeah. guy can't fucking, ooh, I never would have given you the money,
2: but it worked, he
1: goes, you know, but yeah. it's cool that at least he, at least he was honest.
2: Yeah. I he, never would have done it. I was, never would have given you that money. And that would have been a foolish choice. Yeah. Well, just, yeah.
1: Well, just not look, giving like, the money. Look like when Yeah. When he went to HP, told him about the personal computer. I have to, it's, you know, it's, um, I have to, you know, get a clearance, not clearance, yeah. but, um, what is that? Um,
2: yeah. Like anything, um,
1: non-compete or whatever. Yeah.
2: I think but the whole, well, yeah. If
1: he, he had that internship with them and he had to anything, even though it had nothing to do with HP, Yeah, he still had to bring it to them. Yeah. And they had a sign off on it, that they well, didn't want it. I would
2: imagine he didn't want to have to deal with a lawsuit if it was going to be an issue. So. No, but he yeah. was just,
1: no, he's just an honest guy.
2: All right, there you
1: that's go. that's everybody says that about him. That's he's cool. too honest to where it pisses you off. That's what everybody <laughs> says. <laughs> that's worse. That's where Steve jobs was the salesman and was in the act. Well, he was the brains and
2: yeah.
1: they had that
2: Together. You know,
1: chemistry, the whole
2: it worked. one
1: had that the other one didn't. and Yeah. All,
2: That's mad know. cool.
1: Yeah. So uh <laughs> how that all worked out. Again, how that all worked out. Yeah. Um, just um, that was gonna be a deal breaker.
2: Hmm.
1: Wozniak said, No, I gotta take this, and if they don't sign off on it, we have to split it with them. And Steve Jobs was just like, No, this is our project, they don't they're not even smart enough to know about this. He goes, Yeah, it doesn't matter. I signed this. Yeah. But I have to do this for me
2: yeah. and
1: nothing else.
2: Yeah.
1: And this and is worked. my contribution to it. And I can't move forward with you. Yeah. If you can't back me up on this. And he's like, all right. But it worked. So it was that whole nail biting thing. And they came back and yeah, they said, they didn't could give a shit. <laughs> so, it worked. So, but now the rule thumb is to say yes to everything.
2: Yeah.
1: with uh, If HB or whoever, you get some interns saying, hey, I want you guys to sign off on this, that, the other thing yeah just say oh no we want some of that huh. whatever stupid it is
2: oh yeah it works but yeah All that matters damn
1: right it did hmm. but it's fine. yeah yep 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 Yep. so what do we got tonight
2: oh got a few things uh well this is i right, get my drink oh go for it yeah go ahead go get your drink that's that works tim's got to go get some more soda Oh, but uh, this this is uh, this is already known, I think, by everybody at this point. Uh, ProPublica actually released a report that uh, Supreme Court Justice here in the United States, uh, Clarence Thomas, had been uh, getting uh, getting luxury vacations that were uh, given to him by um, what is it, Harlan? Just a moment, Harlan Crow. That's his name. Harlan Crow is a billionaire who donates to uh, Republicans and to conservative causes, and uh, he's been uh, regularly giving uh, luxury vacations, like between uh, taking, uh, taking uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and his wife, Ginny Thomas, on uh, vacations on his private yacht or uh taking uh taking them to uh, private vacations to uh uh, like big uh, resorts that kind of thing we're talking luxury 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 and what uh clarence thomas has said is that he believed the luxury trips uh taken uh were uh they followed the guidelines what he had said specifically was this sort of personal hospitality thing did not apply when it comes down to having to tell having to release that yes i'm this is these are donations that i'm getting
1: Kind of like blowjobs don't count?
2: Yeah. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Of course, you're laughing. There there you go. Yeah, that's what it is. Blowjobs don't count. Yeah, that kind of
1: thing. You know, I thought it was only if I was fucking her would you be upset.
2: Oh, of course. You mean
1: blowjobs?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, see? I thought it was just fucking if I stuck my dick inside her vagina.
2: But what if you stuck your dick inside of her ass?
1: Mm, Does that that count? Well, see, anything south of the equator. (laughs) That's where I thought. South of the belly button is where I yeah. thought it would be kind of off limits. It's
2: that kind of – yeah, exactly. It's that kind of thought process. So you're goes, saying no.
1: all three – oh. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, so well, moving yeah, forward, I, I won't know. do it I, anymore. There go. That's basically what, what he said, right? He's not going to do it anymore. Well, yeah. He would said, well, of course it was my – well, he didn't say it was his mistake. What he said. said he's
1: not going to do it anymore or he's yeah. going to report it from now on or something.
2: Yeah. He would said he's going to from now on. He would sort of – yeah, he would report it. Uh, he'd said, uh, that this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends who did not have business before the court was not reportable. Like, yeah, but it is. And that's the thing with it. Uh, that said, uh, of course, uh, Harlan Crow had said this too, about how, well, we didn't discuss anything with court cases. But actually what I actually had seen this too. This is, I'm trying to see what this is on. Uh, Yeah, actually Heather Cox Richardson. She's excellent. You can sign up for her free newsletters, um, but uh, her free newsletter is uh, Letters from an American. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, One thing she said was about um, in Crow's company, when uh, Clarence Thomas and his wife, Jenny Thomas, actually went there. They rubbed elbows with the host's other guests, including senior business executives, major Republican donors, and leaders of right-wing think tanks. Now, uh, she's specific on this too. She'd said, Crow worked hard to move the judiciary and the legal system to the right. And and at one of the properties where uh, Thomas vacations, there is a painting of him in conversation with a number of figures, including Leonard Leo. Now Leonard Leo is the leader of the Federalist society, which I have a feeling I would hope so, a lot of people would know about it. Federalist society has been responsible with uh, uh, like uh, promoting gerrymandering for, uh, for the Republican caucus for the Republican base. Uh, but uh, the Federalist society is uh, actually behind all the different Supreme Court justices who've gotten actually promoted put into, into their judgeships within the last like six years. <laughs> Um, but either way, um, and they've had this uh, Leonard Leo had orchestrated the court's hard right turn. So Leo is now overseeing Marble Freedom Trust. Yeah, Freedom Trust. It was established to disperse funds from $1.6 billion bequests to manipulate elections in favor of Republicans. And manipulate elections in favor of reco- Republicans means gerrymandering and making up stuff about, oh, well, this is uh, there's election fraud. Like, no, no, not showing that. Well. Well.
1: But the point is too that. Um,
2: Welcome back, Lizzie White. Lizzie White,
1: <laughs> well, that's a long second. But the point is with the. Um, it doesn't matter, Clarence Thomas, if he's still rubbing elbows with whoever. Yeah. Um, and he could let he could say, "Oh, right." The whole thing was with the stock manipulation too.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. I would hey, think I it's insider trading, him, but left a yeah.
1: message for him.
2: Okay. Thank you, Lizzie White. All right. But, You're yeah, so but helpful, there's... Lizzie. Thank you. Exactly.
1: But who is a H N H-N-W-X-K-U-F-W?
2: Thanks for joining us. Either way.
1: Yeah. He'll be around. I have I have a feeling.
2: I would think so. Probably. Didn't
1: he say he was going to church?
2: I don't know. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Alright, Ah, uh, great song.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the whole song. I didn't want to do the whole song. Oh, oh. <laughs> Shit.
2: Lizzie White says, met an interesting character today on Podbean. Oh
1: yeah? Who's that?
2: Interesting as in how? Like interesting as in roll your eyes interesting or interesting as in, actually, no, this was an interesting person to listen to. And Lizzie White says, new podcaster, Jabri Nation or something. All right.
1: Jabri. Sounds Jamaican.
2: Kinda does. Yeah. What was the podcast about? And Lizzie White says, interesting person, not sure what to make of him.
1: Oh, go on.
2: <laughs> well, hopefully hopefully he turns out to be a uh, a positive presence, not one that's uh, not a troll of some sort.
1: Well, call in and tell us all about it.
2: And Lizzie White says, um, say if he wanted to make people smile. All right, Lizzie White's calling in. What? Right. Lizzie White, how are you doing?
1: What's up, sunshine?
2: Hey, it's going good. The sun is finally shining after six months in Iowa. So it's it's a good day. Right on. Take good that and run with it. But what are you saying that he wants to make people smile? Like how so?
1: It, it was an interesting uh, podcast. I'm not quite sure what to make of it. Um, he like a very good vibe. Um, very said, cool. Uh, he said he wants to make people happy. So who knows? Podbean is a oh, wild west. You never know what you're gonna get.
2: Yes. That's true. It's really very <laughs> very true.
1: That's what I always say. As long as I can make somebody laugh, I my job's done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think so. That is I try. Cool. yeah. Well, I think you succeed. It's true. You I you try. definitely make people laugh. I try.
1: That's you do a good yeah.
2: job.
1: Thank so, you. There
2: you go, right on panda. <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you.
2: <laughs> so tell me, what's the story behind the pirate ship? Uh, that's just uh, the whole thing with our logo. I'm not sure how we came I up think with that. That was, that was your it was idea. About I think Christopher
1: it was. Columbus, because Columbus.
2: Oh, that might have been it. Hmm. But then, even the whole—I'm trying to remember if I—I I don't know if one of us was probably I was reading something about. I know I've read interesting stuff about pirates, so maybe that had something to do with it. Not sure where that. Oh, no, because
1: I remember you'd said that you'd read that pirates. You know how um, workers' comp came about pirates yep
2: and actually uh, survivors insurance like uh, uh, when like a, a person a widow's insurance that kind of thing that came from pirates disability insurance that came from pirates democracy came from pirates which <laughs> is just what yep. what is this really yeah yep. no way I did not know that yeah had no idea so yeah, totally. I yeah, it's just well it's uh it's interesting because well it, it, there's the whole thing about how pirates are the villains and sure you know, and you see nowadays too that yeah there's a lot of violence involved and uh, people people die or people get hurt who don't need to but uh pirates when uh, the middle ages when they first you know, they became a thing They were always demonized, too, because, oh, they're trying to take over and they're going to rape and kill the women. Well, no, what the pirates were trying to do, because they had uh, basically militaries were going and taking over areas. Well, the pirates were actually trying to get back what the militaries were stealing. So they would go take what was being stolen and give it back to the people it was stolen from. Got it. It's something. It's just, it's interesting. Of course, there's more to it than that. I know I'm not, I'm really not doing it a service right now. Just the description. And like
1: life insurance too?
2: Oh, life insurance. Now life insurance is dark. That one's not, uh, that's actually not, um, uh, pirates. I remember you told me about this, but yeah, life insurance, that's actually very, very dark. Hey, tell them. Yeah. You know what the history of life Well, actually life insurance, how it started. Slavery. Yeah. Slavery. Um, uh, you know, slaves, they weren't people, they were property. Um, so if a ship sank or if some of the slaves died, uh, at the very least, you'd make some money off of them.
0: Uh, makes sense.
2: Yeah. So
1: if they, you had a bunch of slaves that were old. Yeah. And say a ship that was old. Yep. They'd put them on all the old slaves on a ship, on the old ship. Yeah. Send it out into the ocean and sink it.
2: Yeah. You
1: were kidding any. Yep. Nope. nope. I wish I was.
2: Oh yeah. gosh. Darn it. Yep. Wow. I mean, how, how horrible.
1: Yeah, it's, it's amazing about the things that you learn that you just see all these smiling people doing commercials for this, that, the other thing today. Yeah. And you peel back the onion yeah. and you see it. Wow. Yeah. Like, my goodness. Life really, insurance uh,
2: is great now, but what ugly roots.
1: What, yeah. it's uh, Not... Um, yeah, not very good uh, <laughs> start, but yeah,
2: all about the money
1: All about the Benjamins,
2: man. So yeah, so but that's very dark. Yeah, that's not yeah. cool. No. I mean, pirates, I was gonna say a little, a little bit I've read on up, uh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Cause mind you, I did, I didn't read anything about pirates uh, going and kidnapping people and sinking them on ships. So that's, that's another win for pirates right? of
1: like the 13,
2: 14, 1500. So Yeah.
1: Plus, um, Columbus was cool.
2: What Christopher Columbus,
1: Christopher Columbus is cool.
2: You know what? That's, that's something you never hear that ever. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And when he comes in here, he has a big mouth.
1: <laughs> hey, you have, you Liz, oh. have you heard Christopher Columbus on our podcast?
2: I have not, but I can. Only you have know. not. He's come to see us several times. He comes and he in on always Thanksgiving. He say. comes in on, like, of back course, back Christopher Columbus. What's that? Oh, I said he keeps coming back for more. Oh, he does. He does, and he always has a lot to say.
1: <laughs> he comes in on. He comes in on Columbus Day. He comes in on, you know, Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, and one thing that he always says too is that you see the paintings or the uh, statues of him, he hates the the way he puts it—the stupid puffy hat that he's always wearing.
1: <laughs> you know, where they wanted to tear all the statues down, he goes up right with you. I don't like them fucking things either.
2: <laughs> so yeah, you go back to through some of our old episodes, you will see he's visited at least like four or five times, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, minimum. <laughs> middle
2: so it's entertaining I'm always interested to hear what he has to say whenever he comes in <laughs> yeah
1: because when know? he's here you know he's got to go visit his gumad too and you I'm know? just
2: gonna say he always has to come, come see his gumad here, here in New yep. York <laughs> it's like of course you've got a gumad here and of course you've got a gumad because you're Italian so. <laughs> oh man mm. that's beautiful it is. It's a lot of fun. At the very least, for the silliness of it, we have fun with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it was
1: funny, because the first time he came in, yeah. you had said, you know, I really didn't want to like you.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like you. I, You have a bad history.
1: I didn't want to like you, but you're
2: kind of a likable <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. He he reminds me of somebody. (laughs) I'm not sure who he reminds me of. (laughs) Oh, man. Just too funny. So yeah, we haven't had him on in a minute.
1: Well, it hasn't been Columbus Day. It's
2: true. It hasn't been Columbus Day or Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving. I mean, it's right around the corner.
2: It's coming up. Oh, too funny. But it was fun having Sally Nordstrom on here yesterday.
1: She was barely on. She was. Gotta, what movie do you want her to review? I'll, yes. We'll have her. Uh, we'll have her go uh, watch a movie this weekend.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Lizzie White? Uh, for what, what is she into? Like, what's her kind of genre? You pick. Okay. Um, how old is she? How? I. She never. She never admits to me how old she is. She. <laughs> she takes offense to this. Okay. she refers to herself herself as a light la- lady despite being open <laughs> about her behavior at nordstrom's
1: <laughs> have you ever heard that episode
2: no i have not i have to go
1: back oh, and listen to it oh i'll, I'll definitely. find you know what i'll find i have to minimize this but i'll tell you what date it was
2: yeah this was yeah. from uh it, it actually like it three years off, ago i think it is
1: yeah it was one of our first episodes but it was when she um,
2: first came on yeah
1: it was uh I remember <laughs> Bernie Sanders was the first one, yeah. and then she came in right after him.
2: Which was funny. <sighs> Which we um, haven't had Bernie Sanders on here in a while, too. No. He's entertaining. Yeah, he's fun. He is. I agree.
1: Yeah. Here, I have to put my, take my headphones off for a second. All right,
2: yeah. Tim's going to look it up, and then he's going to actually uh, put the link on here. That way, you can actually click oh, on it and see. Yeah. She just find the date. That's true. That way, you can see it.
1: Because she can't hide
2: Yeah. Now I would imagine she's going to uh, she's going to want uh, something that's a comedy, but I'd imagine
0: that
2: or romantic. Yeah, she could. Yeah, rom com. But for that matter, too, if you choose something that's a drama, I imagine she's going to have a hilarious review of it. (laughs) Let's see. I I know what I want to see. Bread's. Give me a second to look up the the movie real quick I- of course by all means look it up all right and tim's looking up the uh tim's looking up the uh uh which episode it was that way he's gonna have it here and get the date up that way you can see it oh man now this is uh this is something i couldn't get over it's uh really surprised me uh speaking of dark actually police in India have arrested five men for allegedly conducting a Hindu ritual human sacrifice four years ago. Now, apparently human sacrifices are relatively common in India, which I had no idea that was still a thing. Uh, But yeah, apparently between 2014 and 2021, 103 ritualistic human sacrifices were recorded there in India. Now that's according to the National Crime Records Bureau. Now this time, four years ago, uh, it was a female victim named Shanti Shaw. She was found decapitated at the uh, Kamakaya temple in the Northeastern region of uh, Guwahati in 2019. And I'm, of course, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry for what she went through, but yeah, it was uh, police in uh, Kamakaya had well, no, Kamakaya is the name of the goddess, Um, but uh, police in uh, Guwahati, that's the name of the place, had said that, uh, here's a quote, during the investigation, we found this was a case of human sacrifice to please uh, Ma'a Kamakaya. She's a Hindu goddess. The accused apparently believed that the sacrifice would appease the soul of the deceased. Now, one of the men, a primary suspect, he's 52 years old. His name is Pradeep Pathak. He's accused of organizing the human sacrifice on the 11th anniversary of his brother's death. Um, but yeah, in 2019, this uh, uh, her name, uh, Shanti Shah, she had traveled to the annual fair at the temple with two other women and a man claiming to be a Hindu god man. Now, apparently, well, police are saying that apparently 12 people took part in orchestrating this murder or orchestrating this human sacrifice. But wow. Oh, Lizzie White says Ever After is the movie. Okay, that's one with Drew Barrymore, right? Is that the one? Oh, and Elgato in disguise is back. That was fun. Yeah, I hear that's fun. That came out. That came out a minute ago, didn't it? Like a while. I don't remember if it was the early two thousands, maybe. Oh, I could be wrong in that. That's a possibility, but I never got to see it. Sure. Uh Ever after. Uh, and uh, Elgato say, "No, I just caused a bunch of drama on another show." Yeah. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. (laughs) Well, that's what we appreciate you for. (laughs) What kind of drama did you cause? I'm curious, if you wanna call in and tell us, or if you can't call in, just message in and let us know. Oh man, that is something. I'm curious what kind of drama. (laughs) All right, let's hear it. And Elgato saying in a little bit, right on, we're right here. That is funny too funny oh i got some other news uh other news too i found this interesting um there's actually an indigenous beverage in colombia named uh, chicha it's making a comeback now uh this uh what this is it's a beverage that has been uh uh, drank well created by and drank by indigenous people for uh talking hundreds of years and uh what it was how it tends to work let me see how they created um Now, this was centuries before Europeans arrived. The indigenous uh, Muisca people who inhabited the high mountainous plateau where Bogota is today, made chicha using their traditional process. Now, women chewed the corn and spat the mash into a clay bowl uh, to start the fermentation initiated by their saliva. They then buried the covered bowl underground to keep it cool. Now, they unearthed it about two weeks later, and it contained a thick, yellowish, mildly alcoholic concoction. All right, let me see Lizzie White's back again. And Lizzie White says, hey, right on. Yeah, hey for uh, Elgato back again. Uh, but yeah, but how this would work, the women would just sit and chew and chew and chew. They were very conscious about what they were doing. Now, only, only uh, wise women were allowed to do this because it was understood that then they could pass on their wisdom into this chicha so that other people could in- ingest it. Um, now they would, uh, what they would do, they, they chew, chew, chew on this corn and, uh, they had to really focus on this, uh, and focus on what they were doing. And they would start at least 15 days before the occasion that they were going to drink this chicha so they could chew enough. Now, when it was ready, that communal chicha bowl would be passed around and everybody would take sips. But yeah, but I just think that's really cool. Now, after a certain amount of time, people learned to mash corn by grinding instead of chewing. And that's when they started making this uh, uh, chicha uh, in greater amounts. And Lizzie White says, one way to pass on wisdom. Exactly. It's that's just fascinating. But yeah, I, I saw this, that after, after they started mashing corn, then they started mass producing it on some level. Now what it was, I, now, uh, El Gato saying, is this in Mexico? Actually, no, this was in Colombia. Uh, from what I understand uh, Now, uh, of course after it was to the point where it was being made more regularly and in greater amounts uh, Visitors like travelers could wear these cups that were cal- made of calabash shells around their necks So when they would arrive to a village uh, or they would take a rest stop people would pour pour some chicha in to the uh, calabash shells uh, cups around their necks um, now, uh, there's somebody actually, Stefan Paul Valero, he's a historian at the School of Medicine and Health Sciences at Universidad del Rosario in Bogota. He'd said, that may not be too good for us today, but the laborers who did physical work all they needed it. Uh, they considered this like liquid bread. Oh, no! uh, yes. <laughs> you knew it was coming eventually, Elgato. <laughs> There it is.
1: <laughs> you ruined it, <what> he says. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't
1: be the first time, my friend.
2: Oh, no. And Lizzie White says, Wait, cool theme song. It is a cool theme song. Oh, Agreed. All. Yeah, it's great. It's very uh, odd. ahead, finish your story. Uh, but yeah, that was it. That was all I was going to say. Well, what it was, it's actually, it's technically illegal in Colombia and it's been fully illegal since 1949 and I got to saying I was listening to the story you, you see but and, and I saw her
1: put the paper down and she was gonna stop I'm like no finish the story yes, she, I don't want to no. get blamed for nothing oh no. oh
2: no 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 well no now something with this it's uh been uh, it has been fully illegal in Colombia since 1949 and there were even these uh, ad campaigns saying about how, oh, this is awful, it's terrible for you, oh, it's the worst for you, it's going to kill you, it's going to make, it's uh, making, making the population so much dumber, making them so much more violent. But this has been something that's been drank. For hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of years so it definitely doesn't seem like that it being like um making it uh making the population dumber or more violent is valid at all lizzie white says they found a way to mix the joys of drinking and chewing and respecting your elders exactly <laughs> that's it but yeah but now technically it's still illegal but even though it's technically still illegal it's uh, actually prepared regularly you can get it just about anywhere in colombia Like, you go to street vendors, they're going to have it. You go to most restaurants, they're going to have it. Now, the thing with it being illegal, it just means that uh, the government can't regulate it. It can't be like, oh, well, we know what's in this because, well, it's illegal. Um, So uh, the way it it works at this point is that um, basically if you you go to Colombia, you're going to be able to find it. Uh, You make friends with somebody who lives there, somebody who's lived there regularly. They're going to know a family who makes it on their own and it's it's safe it's safe to drink so it's all right but it's interesting apparently it smells like a mix of uh, beer and kombucha and fruit mm-hmm. uh it comes in all different ways some of them put uh pomegranates in it some of them put pineapple in it some of them put apples in it some of them put bananas in it it's uh, it's fruit oh but i just think that's really really interesting
1: so what were you talking about? what films does Sally have to watch this weekend?
2: Oh um, Lizzie White and actually Elgato was uh, was well, no, I know he wasn't agreeing with this. I was saying uh, Lizzie white was saying ever after.
1: What is that about?
2: Uh, that's one with uh, with um, uh, Drew Barrymore isn't it? If I'm thinking right? Sounds right. I think so. I think it came out in early 2000s, I think. Lizzie. Oh, she'll tell us when she can. I'm going to look this up quick.
1: I have seen Bullet Train. That was a fun movie. Oh,
2: what a great movie.
1: That was a fun movie.
2: So much fun. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Like, who's involved? Like, I was assuming it was going to be excellent. But just, yeah. So much fun. Oh, uh, no, not ever after. Not after Ever Happy. Ever after, um, just a second. I'm looking this up.
1: Yeah. It was a fun movie, man.
2: So much fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Uh,
2: yep. Ever after that starred Drew Barrymore. And uh, yeah, it came out in 1998. All right. Oh, Angelica Huston. Yes. Houston. Oh, how? Uh, oh, I thought it was Huston.
1: Nope. Huston.
2: Okay. And Melanie Linsky. She's amazing in everything. Grace Scott. What Duck. is it,
1: like a, uh, seems like a Cinderella kind yes. of thing,
2: right? Yes, it is. Right? Um, we this, will have
1: Sally watch it.
2: That's great. And Lizzie White said, it's the greatest chick flick better than Mr. Darcy. What's
1: Mr. Darcy? Okay, that, that one, one came either.
2: out in the 90s, too.
1: I haven't even heard of it.
2: I have heard of it. I'm trying to remember who starred in it. But, yeah. But, um, Mr. Darcy, I think it's an adaptation of, oh, Just my, I know. I know what it is. Just a second.
1: But it's actually in real life is to grow based Cinderella.
2: There you go. Which is very cool. All right. I'm looking this up. Yeah, not unleashing Mr. Darcy. I'm looking up Mr. Darcy. Okay. And Lizzie White had said, "Just seconds. Scroll down. My aunts aunts swear by it.
1: <laughs> right. That's we're fun. holding her to it.
2: That is fun. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. Like I know Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy is part of another classic, um, Pride and Prejudice. That's what I was looking for. That's what Mr. Darcy is from." But yeah, he is an archetype of the aloof romantic hero. Um, but yeah.
1: Have you guys seen Mayor of Kingston yet? Kingstown? So good. Yeah.
2: And Lizzie White says, Pride and Prejudice, two thousand one's the best. I have seen that one. It's really, really good. Prejudice
1: looks so fucking
2: (gasps) But it's not. It's actually really good. Yeah. Now mind you, you don't usually like uh like time pieces.
1: No, but you know what movie was great? Anonymous. Anonymous, yes. Oh my God. What a great movie.
2: Oh yeah. and they Anonymous. Did, they did their homework.
1: Yes, they did.
2: Yeah. It was something like after watching, I mean, it's spectacularly created, spectacularly acted, spectacularly directed everything involved. Yeah, absolutely. Lizzie. Wait, look it up. So, so, so good. Uh, but it's something like after, after watching it, um, I remember I said to Tim, I said, I wonder how much of this is based on fact. And had said you're gonna read up on this aren't you so i read so many books on this and yeah for anonymous they did their i mean they took some creative liberties but not many really not many at all just wow but yeah and lizzie white's laughing with that (laughs) there you go (laughs) love it definitely which speaking of uh what you're watching have you caught any more of the shield Hopefully, because, of course, that's another just, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So well acted, so well written, so well directed, so well created, everything. Yes. Yeah. So Lizzie White has homework to do, has movies to watch, and has a show to catch up on. Uh, Let's see, Lizzie White. Yeah, like the show. Thank you again, Lizzie White, for liking the show. Hmm. But yeah, Anonymous is excellent. And the the costuming is absolutely beautiful. It's set in the uh, 1400s. Uh, 1400s in the, I was going to say the UK. wasn't the UK yet. It was 1400s uh, Great Britain. But just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And re Siphons. He's another one. You see him and you know he's been in absolutely everything. And rightfully so. He more than has deserved every single role he's ever booked. And he deserves whatever other roles are coming up too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, Sir Derek Jacoby actually opens the film which is very interesting, because Sir Derek Jacoby is a very, very highly respected Shakespearean actor within the community. Um, and it's interesting how he steps, he's the first one who says a word in the movie, and he actually introduces the film. And it's very interesting what he has to say, because uh, the movie's actually about, there's a, uh, quite a debate, and actually quite a heated debate, mind you, and who wrote uh, Shakespeare's pieces? And I used to think, well, Shakespeare, who else? Actually, no, there is a lot of evidence that uh, if not all of them, at least most of them, it seems like they very, very much could have been written by the 14th Earl of Oxford, Edward de Vere. But it's oh, it is fascinating. And uh, Sir Derek Jacobi got up and introduces this. So, yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah. Even if you're not a fan fan of Shakespeare, absolutely watch this, because it's a human story.
1: Yeah. It is a great story. Yeah. I like like what they did with it too. Yeah. All the nuances where it took it and...
2: Yeah. It's true. It's very true, but mad cool.
1: Yes, I agree.
2: I want to watch Anonymous again. (laughs) Not tonight. It's too late tonight, but yeah,
1: very too much too late.
2: Yeah. Definitely need to see it again. Yeah. And Lizzie white did the laugh. Exactly. You get it. It's way, it's way too late here. Yeah. It's 10 minutes until 10 PM. (laughs) I was gonna say, feel like an old lady. I don't feel like an old lady. I just feel like a tired lady. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, man.
1: I feel like a tired old lady.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you feel like a tired old lady? I do. (laughs) Well, don't worry. You're not an old lady. I feel like one. (laughs) Oh, man. I do. Yeah. But we'll at least have a nice weekend. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, Let me see. Have something to add?
1: No, I'm, I'm looking up the uh, date.
2: Oh, yes, yes. Was. The first one. It was yep. the, um. I'm trying to remember what you called her. She's I think it was. Visiting something. I
1: actually do think it was October 20th of 2020. Oh, maybe. I just I can't. If I open oh, up another window. Uh, I'll no, least... it was before
2: that. Maybe 2019. No. Because 2020, we were here. And Tim's looking it up on the computer.
1: Honey, I don't know if I can, because that makes everything else is blocked. Good point. Let's see. I right do here. Oops. I can log in, but it might log me out of this. Hmm. So what else you got?
2: Uh, I got this. Well, this isn't good news, but I understand it here in uh, New York city. Uh, public schools are going to start locking their front doors under a new security initiative oh, yeah? that will begin rolling out in May It's because oh. there are so many school shootings now, they're just like, we're, we're just going to lock the doors that way. Nobody can just come in and shoot, shoot up kids Yeah, and nobody can come in and shoot sure. up teachers, but yeah, the rollout would begin with elementary schools in May and continue across the school system over the next several months. Now doors will also be outfitted with camera systems and buzzers looked after by school safety agents. So short just, pants, I mean, Robert, what's that
1: short pants, Robert,
2: short pants, Robert. Thanks for joining us. Short pants, as Robert, as opposed
1: to long pants,
2: I suppose so. Or, or no maybe, pants. or maybe perfect size pants or no pants or no pants. Robert, I was gonna say no pants is perfectly fine too, depending on what the setting is. Okay.
1: Not my circus, not my monkeys.
2: It's true, but this is our circus and this is our monkey. It is. Or a series <laughs> of monkeys here, I suppose. It is. I suppose we're the monkeys. We for are this. Let me see. Oh yeah, see, I know Tim's looking uh, it up. I'm
1: trying to find it.
2: I'm sure you will.
1: I will. But yeah, I do think it is uh I think it's October twentieth of twenty twenty. So I'm short Pants Robert. Is that a mess hat?
2: Yeah, wearing I can't a Mets
1: tell. hat? No. Yeah, I
2: can't tell. Yeah, it doesn't look like a Mets hat.
1: Looks like a Baltimore Orioles, maybe. Oh, if that, you know. if that.
2: Could be a whole different type of hat. Not a clue. But thanks for joining us.
1: It's a double gauge, double barrel shotgun. He's got. Hmm. To know it'd be nice to him.
2: There you go. Ah, short pants. Robert is calling in.
1: What's up, my friend? How are you guys? Good. How you doing? Yeah,
2: we're doing well. Not
0: too bad. I don't think I've ever on your guys' a show before. All
2: so right. we're well, time for everything. Well, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. How are you there guys tonight? And look at that. And see, you even got applause. Short pants, Robert. Uh, <laughs> at, yeah, that's not applause.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, he's got a picture of a holding a gun, so I think. Yeah. So that is a. That is a ski. That's
0: a over under shotgun for uh, speed. Still, it's a you know shotgun. Yeah, it's a good.
2: Where's home for your short pants, Robert?
1: Uh, Portland, Oregon. Nice.
2: Nice. Very cool.
1: Nice. So you're you're pretty close to Lizzie White she's, in, uh, uh, she's in in a, Iowa. she's
2: in iowa that's yeah totally on the other side of the country
1: <laughs> wow, yeah. like totally on the other side yeah
2: because i was in the center of the country
1: <laughs> yeah but we're in new york we are everything is west of us <laughs> it's so true. that's a good when point. i say she's closer i mean she's closer to him than we are
2: yeah for go. me everything is east
1: so there you go there
2: you go see you get it yeah. So we're just we're just on the whole. Everything I mean, this is, is just, just far like away. everything's
1: in the center. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or y'all are just far away.
1: I'm where our uh, our skies
0: are gray, our grass is green.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, pretty much year round. That yeah. Well,
2: that's all right because you got all the rain, right?
0: Right. Exactly. And that's then right. green stuff grows on the bottom of things there you go
2: there you go that's why your grass is green. Yeah. that's something whereas we're in the concrete jungle so everything's concrete here
0: yeah it, that would drive me nuts we, there was a conversation about this this morning about uh, where people would like to live and like i've never really lived in a town with less than 30 40 thousand people like i can always walk to the woods or walk through oh wow the woods, that's cool walk out into the wilderness and yeah. Like, I, I couldn't imagine walking for a day and still being in a jungle. You know, still being great.
2: A well we have park. we have Central Park.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I grew up but... yeah.
2: it's
0: a manicured jungle.
2: But it's nice. Grew, it is beautiful.
1: I grew up like that, but then you know, eventually, you know, my town grew up into a city, you know, it was Piscataway, in New Jersey. It was all farmland and then Overnight, it was just, you know, office spaces and this, that, the other thing. So, you know, wow. it went you away ever real
0: quick. Have on it and just, and just wonder what it would be like if it, I mean, if it could be like that again?
1: No, actually, I haven't been back there in quite a long time. I'm, I always think, like, if I go back, I would really freak out because I know it's even changed more. Oh, yeah. It? It Is that his end? Yeah. Is that all that noise on your end? Oh uh, that what is background it? noise. I'm, I'm driving. Oh, okay, so that's probably it. You got radio going too or something? Yeah, I'm heading to work.
2: Yeah. Okay, what's your uh, work, work tonight?
0: Uh I work at I work at one of the large grocery uh, companies in one in the warehouse.
2: All right. How do you like it?
0: I enjoy it quite a bit. I've been there for twenty some years. Oh wow, what do that's you do? really cool. Uh, I receive products off the trailers. And then All right. put it in storage and then somebody else takes it out of storage and puts it back on the trailer. It's <laughs> um, really
2: simple so that,
1: cool.
2: But that's still very cool. You know how few people can say that they actually really enjoy their job?
1: Especially, I, I can't do anything for 30 years.
2: Yeah, that is yes. something good for you.
1: Yeah, it used to
0: keep me nice and
1: fit, and now I'm just, uh, um,
2: yeah, I'm a little thicker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My one boss used to say, yeah, I'm just fat, dumb, and happy now.
2: Yeah. Um, you know what? That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I used to see it nice as
0: exercise. Now it's, now it's definitely not. Now I loaf around all day. Counting and
2: state, you know what? So and that's all right you know that's okay nothing wrong with looking around you put the time in right no all right we're reaching an hour so we were and it's getting late here we were actually going to wrap up this episode
1: okay well but
2: thanks for calling in short pants robert
1: yeah we'll talk to you again i'm sure for the show. yeah no go- problem always a pleasure bud
2: yeah if you follow us like i say we'd be happy to oh, have yeah. you call in anytime. yeah
1: there we go yeah and i think uh We'll get the, uh, what is it, the... Uh, and we
2: just followed you. We'll watch that I guess, uh, movie. Uh, me, yeah, my show's we'll on that. at 3
0: a.m. on Mondays, so it's probably like 6 o'clock your
2: Oh, yeah, that's 6 a.m. here.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. A but, yeah. And, but,
2: that's cool. but yeah, so
1: if William O'Connor hears this, if he listens to this show he should watch that film She's the One, yes. 1996
2: I Never know Lizzie White had passed the message on to him yep. But alright everybody, thanks for thank joining you. us Yes,
1: take it easy everybody Yeah,
2: hope all of you have a good night
1: Alright That's it for us Hi. We'll talk to you guys later
2: We'll catch you then
1: Alright, thank you Oh, no, we don't want to end it live. It's not right now. But just uh, before I go, just if anybody wants to uh, say a quick prayer for my dad, I would appreciate it. And we'll catch you in the next time.